Hello, we have made it to Friday morning. I hope you're okay. It's Riviera Radio, the full English breakfast show. Paul here covering for Sarah. The weather on the Côte d'Azur getting back to normal after a rough couple of days. Apocalyptic scenes shared on social media of the storms, especially in Corsica. Corsica was terribly hit. At least five people there died and more than a dozen were injured. A gust of wind of more than 220 kilometers per hour was recorded in Corsica and more than 100 kilometers per hour in the VAR. Here in other local news, a group of parents on the Riviera are taking legal action to try to overturn the ban on parents being allowed inside school buildings to accompany their kids. I'll tell you about that at half past seven. I've got the entertainment news for you next. The Collins Breakfast Show entertainment news before the half past seven local news. And the man accused of stabbing Sir Salman Rushdie has reportedly said that he's only read two pages of the author's controversial novel, The Satanic Verses. Hadi Matar, who's 24, has pleaded not guilty to charges stemming from the assault at an event in New York last week. In an interview with the New York Post from jail, Matar said that Sir Salman Rushdie was, quote, someone who attacked Islam. Matar is currently being held in a jail in New York State. And the rapper has promised to have a mural of the music icon Ian Curtis fixed pronto after it was painted over with an advert for his new album. The promo for the Manchester MCH's Close to Home was put on over a mural made by an artist uh, of the Joy Division singer in the city's northern quarter. The original mural was created as part of a mental health campaign. On Twitter, MCH said it was getting fixed and he said, no way on earth would I want to disrespect a local hero. The mural of Ian Curtis, who took his own life at his home in 1980, was put up for the World Mental Health Day in 2020. On FM and DAB Plus across the Côte d'Azur, on your phone and worldwide online. This is Riviera Radio with the latest local news for the south of France. I'm Paul McNally and these are the top stories across the Riviera. A group of parents on the Riviera are taking legal action so that all parents can be allowed to accompany their children inside school buildings again. The current rules require parents to drop off and pick up their children at the entrance, although an exception is made for young children on the first day of the new school year. It's one of the last remaining COVID-related measures still in place in schools. The Outmaritime Federation of Parents Associations has filed an appeal with an administrative court to have the rule overturned. The Federation's president says it's important that parents can have an informal chat with teachers and that relationship has been eroded since the coronavirus restrictions came into force. Watering fruit trees, vegetable gardens and allotments is allowed again in 60 communes around the Outmaritime after the prefecture lifted some of its drought restrictions. In the communes where water use rules applied, fruit and veg gardens can now be watered again, but only between 7pm and 9am the following morning. It's still banned to fill up swimming pools. Fines for non-compliance can go up to €1,500. The decision to relax the restrictions on vegetable gardens aims to encourage local food production during the cost of living crisis. But recent heavy rainfall is not enough to solve the long-term problem of water shortages in the department. The deficit in some areas is between 40 and 60%. Meteo France forecasts that temperatures will be higher than usual until at least October. 
the basins of the Siang, Lu and Cagne rivers have now been placed on alert phase. They join the Esteron, Artubi, Brague, Payon and Roya, which were already on alert. The Var River is on heightened alert. Meanwhile, the Bouche du Rhone has extended its ban on fireworks until the 1st of September because of the ongoing risk of forest fires. The ban applies to individuals setting off fireworks. Professional organised displays can still go ahead if they have approval from the Prefecture. A fire has completely destroyed a 50 square metre apartment on Boulevard Gorbella in Nice. It broke out in a first floor flat on Wednesday evening. The road had to be closed and trams suspended while firefighters intervened. The fire was brought under control within an hour and a half. 30 residents of the seven storey building were evacuated. A dog in the apartment died. The residents of the destroyed apartment and two others above it will be rehoused by the city of Nice. In other local news, Antibes Town Hall has decided to close eight beaches until this afternoon due to the recent heavy rainfall, as they carry out checks on bacteria levels in the sea. There were delays on the A8 motorway yesterday afternoon in the direction of Italy after an accident two kilometres after the Antibes tolls. Eastbound traffic was reduced to one lane, leading to a four-kilometre jam. Three vehicles were involved in the accident, with nine people on board in total, two of whom suffered minor injuries. A 13-year-old boy has been arrested on suspicion of stealing from several rooms at a hotel on the Quasette in Cannes. He reportedly gained access to the reception desk's key box and passed from one room to the next, making off with several thousand euros worth of items. CCTV footage helped police identify him and he was arrested in Mondelieu. A 50-year-old man was airlifted to Saint-Anne Hospital in Toulon after falling ill while scuba diving off Saint-Raphaël. He was with other members of a diving club who helped him get back to shore to be treated by paramedics. Art restoration experts have been hard at work bringing 600 square metres of frescoes in Monaco's princely palace back to their former glory. The forgotten frescoes, dating from the 16th century, were discovered by chance during renovation works on the palace. They'd been covered over by successive layers of paint, which had to be carefully scraped off centimetre by centimetre. And the baby pink flamingo is now on public view after being born at Monaco's Animal Garden on the port at Fonvier this summer. Other recent births include five Lyles flying foxes, five peacocks, four scarlet ibises and three Nicobar pigeons. And more births are expected in the coming weeks. Monaco's Animal Garden has 400 animals from about 60 different species. Riviera Radio Business News. Brought to you by Barclays. The US has announced that it will begin formal trade negotiations with Taiwan weeks after a controversial visit by the US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The first round of talks are expected to begin in early autumn. Their discussion will include talks on trade facilitation, digital trade and anti-corruption standards. Relations between the US and China have been increasingly tense following Ms Pelosi's visit. The rapid decline in the use of cash during the pandemic has eased as consumers return to their preferred method of paying for things, according to a new report. Many people were forced into trying alternative ways of spending owing to COVID restrictions, but the trade body for banking in the UK, UK Finance, said that the preferred method of using cash had not changed radically. Cash use is, however, still forecast to drop, accounting for 6% of payments by 2031. And Japan's young adults are a sober bunch, something that authorities are hoping to change with a new campaign. 
the younger generation drinks less alcohol than their parents, a move that has hit taxes from beverages like sake. So the National Tax Agency has stepped in with a national competition to come up with ideas to reverse the trend. The contest asked 20 to 39-year-olds to share their business ideas to kickstart demand among their peers. Barclays Private Bank brings you Riviera Radio Business News on 106.5 FM. At Barclays, our size is your strength. And we've been using the entire reach of the Barclays Group to bring a global perspective and unique investment opportunities to our clients in Monaco since 1922. To find out more, search Barclays Private Bank or call the Monaco Private Banking Team on 9315-3535. Riviera Radio, Sports News. In football, British billionaire Sir Jim Ratcliffe wants to buy Manchester United. News of the 69-year-old's interest follows a Bloomberg report that the Glazer family are willing to sell a minority stake in the club. Ratcliffe's spokesperson told The Times if the club is for sale, Jim is definitely a potential buyer. If something like this was possible, we would be interested in talking with a view to long-term ownership. United, who are 20-time English champions, are bottom of the Premier League after losing both their opening games of the season under new manager Eric Ten Hag. The woeful start has intensified criticism of the Glazers and their perceived lack of investment in the team. Meanwhile, Manchester United have made an approach to sign Real Madrid's Brazil midfielder Casemiro in a deal that would be worth about £60 million. The 30-year-old would become one of the club's top earners if he decided to join the side, currently bottom of the Premier League. After talks to sign Juventus's Adrian Rabiot collapsed over the players' demands, United had turned their attention to Casemiro as they looked to address weaknesses in Ten Hag's midfield. Casemiro has been with Real since 2013, winning three La Liga titles and five Champions Leagues. And in golf, Patrick Reed has filed a 750 million US dollar defamation lawsuit against the American television network The Golf Channel and its commentator Brandel Chambly. The filing says calculated malicious false and reckless attacks have caused 2018 Masters champion Reed major damages. The 32-year-old American suggests the comments have cost him several multi-million dollar sponsorship deals. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by Savannah Yacht Centre. For coastal areas up to 20 miles offshore, the Outmacher team and the VAR, the general situation is a depression, 1,007 millibars. Winds are variable, force 2 to 4. The sea is slight, visibility is good. Barometric pressure at Saint-Jean-Cap-Ferrat, 1,007 millibars. For North Corsica, there's an alert for strong winds this morning. Winds are westerly, force 5 to 6, locally 7. The sea is rough, visibility is average to poor in storms. Barometric pressure at Cap Corse, 1,009 millibars. The Marine Weather Forecast, brought to you by Savannah Yacht Center, the leading US super yacht maintenance, refit and repair facility for yachts up to 140 meters. Find out more at savannahyc.com. The Full English Breakfast Show on Riviera Radio before the world news at eight. Let's take a look at some papers. Independent in the UK says the tax cuts promised by both Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak in their battle for number 10 are unrealistic without big spending cuts as inflation soars, economists are warning. Both contenders for the Tory leadership are under fire for failing to be upfront with voters about the economic crisis ahead in a damning report by the Institute for Fiscal Studies. 
And the Washington Post says former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani appeared for six hours before a grand jury investigating efforts to overturn the 2020 election. Giuliani, who is now the highest profile member of former President Donald Trump's inner circle to appear before grand jurors, was informed this week that he is a target of the inquiry. Quarter past eight, it's the Full English Breakfast Show, 106.5 Riviera Radio. Time for our music quiz for Friday morning then. On this day in 1970, you'll remember it well, MC Eric was born. Who? MC Eric was involved in a Belgian dance group called Technotronic. And Technotronic had one particular standout hit, which reached number two in the UK in 1989. Tell me, what was Technotronic's biggest hit in 1989? Studio at RivieraRadio.mc it's Riviera Radio. This morning in the pop quiz, we tested your Belgian dance, techno and trance knowledge. 1989's big hit by Technotronic was Pump Up The Jam. It's Riviera Radio. Before the world news at nine, we'll have a look at the papers starting in the UK with the Daily Mail. Students should think very carefully about deferring their university places until next year, as it is likely to get more competitive, a university's chief has warned. As tens of thousands received their A-level results yesterday, the interim chief executive of Universities UK has said that despite this year's competition for university spaces being one of the toughest yet, the pattern is likely to continue next year. Chris Hale said there is a big demand for university places this year. He was speaking during a UCAS-hosted Facebook Live session hours before students found out their grades. And the South China Morning Post says that for an indication of the scale of the challenge confronting China's slowing economy, you need to look no further than the pandemonium at an IKEA store in Shanghai last weekend. The sudden announcement of a snap lockdown of the store sent shoppers fleeing and screaming as they sought to leave the building before the doors were locked. Never mind that a durable recovery hinges on Chinese consumers' ability and willingness to spend, the revelation that a close contact of a six-year-old boy with an asymptomatic case of COVID-19 had visited the store recently was enough for Shanghai's government to impose an immediate two-day quarantine. Sowing panic among consumers and businesses is the price that China is willing to pay to maintain its zero-tolerance approach to the virus. A minute past ten, your international headlines. A huge explosion has ripped through a mosque in the Afghan capital of Kabul. At least 26 people have been killed and dozens more injured in forest fires that have devastated northern Algeria. And Leeds University has expressed deep concern for one of its PhD students who's been jailed for 34 years in Saudi Arabia over critical tweets. Phew, we made it to the end of the first week. One more week to go, then Sarah's back. Have an amazing weekend. I'll talk to you on Monday.